I got my notes. Got my notes. I was telling Jill, like, it's, it's fun when we win, obviously, for the records. But when we lose, it makes for a more interesting podcast, kind of, because, you know, mm -hmm. you get to criticize and be angry. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't want to lose for the podcast's sake. But uh... today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the quintessential Browns podcast. Just like some wild pit bull dog. QB Pierce, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. And you can tell by the tone of my voice for a second week in a row that it must have went our way. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. That's our other host, Jake Solomon. Jake, what do you have to tell the people about this glorious week <laughs> before we get started? It, it was a crazy game. It was absolutely insane. Uh, so many. What, what a roller coaster of emotions this game oh was. God. And uh, I I can't remember a, a game where I felt like the refs helped us. It just seems like we're usually on the losing end of that. And so, like, yeah, I'll flat out admit the refs definitely helped us. There, there are some calls that probably should not have gone our way. But you know what? Fuck them. They've been going against us forever. So I don't really care. But it was a it was a crazy game. And, and in a lot of ways, I feel like, you know, we should not have won this game. But whatever. Uh, we got the dubs. So that's all that matters. But crazy game. Crazy game. Yes. What a week. Very emotional. Uh, this is going to be fun to recap. So QB Pierce, let's get into this week six episode of the Quintessential Browns. What is week six recap? of the quintessential Browns podcast. But hopefully you get back out there and, and try and help the team a little bit. Rested. I mean, for the offense, it's really about road operation. You know, you have silent counts, you have communication, you have uh, the fans against you. And right now we're just we're just focused on ourselves and, and trying to do that. But coach has stressed it. We want to be we want to be road warriors. We want to stack wins. We want to really develop that. We don't want to kind of go on this roller coaster of a season. So it's a big week for us. But I think the guys are focused. And like yesterday's practice, I think everybody was high energy and uh, ready to try and stack a win. I feel like I'm used to being an unsung hero. You know, <laughs> but, um, I guess you could say that. But you know, as long as the team wins and the defense is doing good, I'm happy. You know? I take pride in everything, especially up front. Uh, we want to go out there and set the tone every week and. Uh, this is it. the guys we have up front. I feel like we have everybody to do it every single play. Uh, you know, I just have to go out there and, like, like, like I said, set the tone. But, you know, on defense is a little easier. Away games, you get to hear each other. So, And um, our communication is going to be, got to be on point and execution of the plays and just make sure we uh, follow the game plan like how Coach Force wants it. You know, so, you know, let me know when the five-week stats are part of the tiebreaker. You know, when they are, we'll really concentrate on that. You know, we're trying we're trying to be good um, each and every game, find a way to give ourselves a chance to win every Sunday and try to be consistent. But I think, you know, 
a lot's being said with, you know, if, if you're going to have some some personality and some swagger, then uh, you better back it up on the field. And um, I like our guys' ability to do that. It's about the group. It's about all 11. Um, you know, it's, it's all those things. And we expect guys to do their job within the, um, you know, with, within that and to bring some energy to the, to the thing and, um, you know, play the run and the pass. Obo's done all of those things. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. He's going to play as Ford breaks one. Ford toting the rock to the house. And Cleveland throws down the gauntlet at the start. As this very impressive start for Indianapolis continues, and here comes that Cleveland defense. Garrett knocked it loose. Who's got it? At first glance, it appears as though the Colts have recovered. Now they say Cleveland football. Found action. It's Goodwin into some open space. Goodwin inside the five. It'll be first and goal. Cleveland. Cat takes a direct snap. Hunt bangs it in. Touchdown. Defense playing up near the line of scrimmage like a linebacker. Well, apparently for Shane Steichen, they're not out of field goal range. Medgay is blocked. That's a live football. It's picked up Denzel Ward. Minshew from his end zone. Here comes Uh-oh. Garrett. Football's loose. Who's got it? Cleveland. Tony Fields. They got a tight end and then a tackle. And it doesn't even matter. Chip, bump, whatever. That's not going to happen. And... Uh, Freeland's got to do a much better job of Miles Garrett devastation here in Indianapolis. Four tackles, two strip sacks, and a block field goal for good measure. Mm. Before a third down, Minshew buying some time and oh my goodness. Off. Denzel Ward. Little flea flicker action. They go to the check down. This is Najoku. Najoku getting those broad shoulders going 30. Walker hit on the release, it's caught! More! Big run here, it's Pierre Strong. And for play action. Hunt! Did he get in? Touchdown! Second and ten. Minshew steps up. Football's loose, Cleveland has it, and the Browns turn out the lights on Indianapolis. Hopefully get back out there and, and try and help the team a little bit. Rested. I mean, for the offense, it's really about road operation. You know, you have silent counts, you have communication, you have uh, the fans against you. And right now, we're just we're just focused on ourselves and, and trying to do that. But coach has stressed it. We want to be we want to be road warriors. We want to stack wins. We want to really develop that. We don't want to kind of go on this roller coaster of a season. So it's a big week for us. But I think the guys are focused. And like yesterday's practice, I think everybody was high energy and uh, ready to try and stack a win. I feel like I'm used to being an unsung hero, you know. <laughs> but, um, I guess you could say that. But you know, as long as the team wins and the defense is doing good, I'm happy. You know? I take pride in everything, especially up front. Uh, we want to go out there and set the tone every week and. Uh, this is it. The guys we have up front, I feel like we have everybody to do it every single play. Uh, you know, I just have to go out there and, like, like, like I said, set the tone. But, you know, on defense is a little easier. Away games, you get to hear each other. So, And um, our communication is going to be, got to be on point and execution of the plays and just make sure we uh, follow the game plan like how Coach Force wants it. You know, so, you know, let me know when the five-week stats are part of the tiebreaker. You know, when they are, we'll really concentrate on that.
you know, we're trying, we're trying to be good um, each and every game, find a way to give ourselves a chance to win every Sunday and try to be consistent. But I think, you know, a lot's being said with, you know, if, if you're going to have some, some personality and some swagger, then uh, you better back it up on the field. And um, I like our guys' ability to do that. It's about the group. It's about all 11. Um, you know, it's, it's all those things. And we expect guys to do their job within the, um, you know, with, within that and to bring some energy to the, to the thing and, um, you know, play the run and the pass. Obo's done all of those things. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. All right. Well, like I said, this was very emotional. The roller coaster did not stop. This, I said that this was hands down. It kept being different points of the season that we was having brownsy sequences where like QB Pierce, if you don't know, you should know. But by now, when I say brownsy, that's stuff that only happens to the Browns. And this whole game was brownsy. First, it started out, we was all excited to have Deshaun Watson back. They say he's looking good in practice, and he was throwing the ball and this and that. He, was, he wasn't practicing separate with the team and all this weird shit, and everything was looking good. We was playing the Colts. Y'all know going into this, I had like 4.3 hopes. I'm feeling real good. And then the game start, and we started on offense, and it was weird because I got this weird feeling like, hmm, why do I rather see the defense start? I know that's just maybe because I'm just excited about our number one defense and all these number one numbers we keep putting up this week, number one in this, number one in that. So whatever, we start, and Deshaun come out. I think I, I believe his first pass was kind of errant. He didn't want to hand it off on first down like I prefer. He would throw a little errant, a little pass. And then we hand it off to Kareem Hunt. Then we handed it off for 70 yards damn near for a touchdown. So he was looking good. But then them fuckers came out and scored just as fast. Albeit on like a damn near broken play where the, everybody stopped because the flags come out and then they, the offense keep playing because they like fucking free play and the defense slack up because they like whatever. And then we got fucking scored on. So we're like, okay, well, that ain't, that can't happen again. And then they scored again real fast. And then they just kept doing what they wanted to do early in that game. And it was like, what the fuck is going on with our defense? That was one worry. And on the other side of the ball, Deshaun Watson, two more possessions, two more interception, and then some another dumbass pass, and then he finally get knocked out the game, and I said, of course he hurt, because his pride is hurt more than anything. He see how he coming out. He see how he fucking around, and he probably been hearing P.J. Walker creeping up on him, just like everybody else know P.J. Walker creeping up on him, and sure enough, P.J. Walker getting the game, he threw a couple shaky passes too, but he a backup quarterback. That's what he's supposed to do. But he ultimately still looked more poised and calm in that pocket than fucking Deshaun Watson did. Off the first pass he threw, he looked more poised and calm. And then we went back and forth with these guys like I didn't expect. And like you said, the, the refs, they came through for a change. It doesn't usually happen, but I'll be damned. They didn't give us chance after chance, moving the ball, giving us first downs, calling Passing interference and when the guy is throwing the ball out of the fourth, 
30 yards high in the air out of the end zone. I'll take a pass in the friends if you want to call it. And whatever the fuck they called on on Amari Cooper, I'll take that too. And they just kept – and then for some reason, we kept trying to lose the game anyway. Mm -hmm. But we pulled it off. So what did you see from your side? Yeah, it was uh, – yeah, Deshaun was in there for five passes, and he did not look good. He was one of five for five yards and an interception. That's um, mm-hmm. That is terrible. That was, he was really bad. He was lucky that second one didn't count as an interception. Um, should have probably had two interceptions on the day. But, uh, yeah, P.J. Walker, look – I'll say he did look better, but I – I am still concerned about him as our quarterback. If Deshaun is out for multiple weeks, don't I, I think I, I do think that's a, a big concern for us is quarterback, whether it's Deshaun or not. I just we have not seen consistency there. Deshaun had that great game against Tennessee, but outside of that, you know, we haven't had something stable. So I'm I'm interested to see if we try to make a move because yeah, like you said, like there was some throws that pj made he wasn't as uh he didn't look as as good as his last game we'll see what happens with deshaun but you know that backup quarterback is pretty important right now because we have a lot of pieces in place so i'll be very interested to see the browns try to make a move i don't know what we're doing with deshaun if if that happened and stefanski's like all right let's just wait a little bit um obviously he's still hurting but uh, outside of that, I think, you know, the defense gave up some big plays. They gave up some really big plays, which we haven't really seen this year with the exception of, I guess, the Ravens game. But um, that being said, said that was what was that? No, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll just end on this. Uh, this we've we did finally win the turnover battle. We finally forced some turnovers. We had three interceptions. Uh, and then I think did we forced three fumbles. Was that what it was? I think we had. Yeah, we had the end zone one that was a touchdown. We had the other one that we picked up in like the second quarter. That's two. And I yeah, think so they, I think three. Yeah. Uh, Minshew fumbled three times. He fumbled yeah, three yeah, times and we had that interception. So we got four turn mm-hmm. turnovers off of them. So that finally happened. So although our defense did not play great, I think they still showed enough and yeah we're you know i feel really lucky that that we were able to come away with this win um and yeah it was just one of those games and like you said we hadn't looked that vulnerable since the ravens and that's what was puzzling me because i'm like i get it with lamar jackson but how the fuck is gardner Minshew doing what he want to do we couldn't tackle we couldn't sack him they was just that fucking 21 was cutting back and getting all type of yards, not to mention Taylor scoring touchdown. They just and then they fucking number one. I respect him. I respect. I never heard of him going into that. You told me that they had a solid receiver. I ain't even talking about Pittman, who we couldn't tackle for some reason. But because if Pittman yeah, don't just, make that, if Pittman don't drop that other pass, that was another touchdown. Because mm-hmm. yep. he had his beat. He was balling. He just dropped a couple, and that fucking number one. But yeah, yeah, we Josh, got Josh Downs. He was really Josh good. Josh Downs, that's his name. Yeah. We got the defense did not. They say we number one, but 
we was looking like a 12 or 13. We did not look like a number one today. We mm-hmm. we got bailed out by Dustin and the referees for sure. Oh, and obviously two touchdowns by a guy we signed in the emergency off the street, hometown yeah. hunt. But um, what a game. What a fucking game. Um, with that said, uh, we did win it, though. It was close. They, the defense did allow 38 points, which I didn't like, but we scored 39. So, hey, I don't give a fuck we gave up 100 as long as we scored 101. <laughs> and, um, so that was so that. Was that. All right, the metaphor. This is going to be good. The metaphor of the week for watching this game. How did this game feel? Oh, my God. This game felt like, okay, I'm going I'm to take this one to the hospital. This game felt <laughs> like he's going to the hospital for a routine checkup. Because, hmm. you know, it's the coats. We got this. This ain't shit. Routine checkup. But then you get there and fucking go into a coma. And it's like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, coming because my foot was hurting well how does this lead to a coma coma, now you're on pins and needles but then you wake up and you're like oh shit you wake up and it's almost like nothing happened you're like what the fuck is going on with me and the doctor like this is i don't know what's happening i can't explain it um we writing up your discharge papers you can go now walking out the door and you fucking pass out in the doorway so they're like what the fuck is going like i don't know so now you're back in the hospital bed you calling people, they like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, actually, it looked like you might die. You might want to call some people, call your last rites. You calling the priests, you calling old yeah. exes, you calling everybody you can and telling you about to die. And then the, 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 the doctor come and be like, oh, you know what? You just had a splinter in your lower back that was causing all this. Let's take the splinter out. And that's it. And then you're like, that's it. You're like, I'm good. You're like, yeah, you go home. Now you go. I know it's scary for a minute. But you're good now. It was a couple scary times, but you are good now. And you're like, so I can call my ex-girlfriend and tell her, never mind. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there you go. <laughs> so that's how that game goes. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, who who would you who do you think was the splinter? Was it Deshaun? Was Deshaun the splinter this game? The splinter was the defense. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It finally you take yeah. that spin out and you finally get a block punt. <laughs> I mean, a block field goal and a touchdown. Because mm-hmm. just when we was looking shitty, we made just enough good plays yeah. to make it with a one point win. Wow, going to the hospital and and, and getting getting in a coma and then fainting. All right, that's that's quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. This game, hmm, this game was confusing uh emotional roller coaster oh man um i have to say this this game this game was like when you're driving and you see a bunch of cop cars and it's a whole bunch of cop cars traffic slowed down you're like oh my god what's going on what's going on Hmm. right here and then and it's just a long. You have, you got to wait at least thirty minutes. You just see all these cop cars, there's sirens, there's, there's helicopters going on. You're like, what is happening right now? What the hell is going? on? And you're finally, you know, you car by car, you you move it up, and then you pass it, and then there's nothing there. And you're oh, like, what, shit. what what are we doing? What? So everything's fine, is what you're saying? It's fine. 
it just it was just people just holding up people for no reason. It was just so you had to wait all that time. You go through this whole thing about how you're gonna be late for all this stuff, and then once you finally pass, you find out there's you don't you don't even see anything there. They just wanted they to make every light after that. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah exactly. And then you make every light after that, and you chill. Yep, a lot of emotions in that ride, and a lot mm-hmm. of mad. You t- you scared, you nervous, you angry, you sad because you think you're gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. Yep. But mm-hmm. then all that changes when you get to work actually three minutes early. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. All that for nothing. Yeah. All that for nothing. <laughs> I I appreciate the assist on my metaphor. You you drove it home. Yeah, I saw where you was going. I saw where you. Was yeah, going you saw. It. Yeah, you felt it. You felt it. <laughs> and that's the tip. But that was the most, like I say, bronziest emotional game easily this year probably in the five or six years but oh my god what i don't know how many times i was sitting down standing up smacking shit mad as fuck clap clapping mad as fuck mm-hmm. again like it, was, it was wow yeah there you go there you have it qbps it was like a a long ride for nothing and a, a scary trip to the hospital All right, now we can give out some game balls. This should be fun. This is, uh, I don't know who to give it to. Let me see. I'm going to give it to you. Give it to, I'll, I'll give it to a different person. We should just okay, make that a rule. So, okay. Well, I'm going to give it to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Obviously, I'm going to see. Who is the obvious choice? The obvious choice is 95. Who is the second most obvious choice? I'm going to give it to D Hop for making. So many indoor kicks. If we would have been outside, I don't know. But because we were yeah. inside, that yeah. was great. So I'm gonna give it to D Hop because he made he keep he just keep on just showing. Oh, and I'm gonna give uh, actually Kogi MVPs because like I say, Kareem Hunt has to get recognition mm-hmm. for scoring two touchdowns, yeah. two clutch he touchdowns. He yeah, he did, and for. <laughs> First up perspective for, for D-Hop, because he is who I would have gave mine to. This dude kicked oh. a 44-yarder, a 54, another 54, and then a 58-yarder. So these weren't even chip shots. These were grown man kicks that we haven't seen someone make since probably Cade York week one of last year against the Panthers, just making being dialed in like that. So, But like you said, being being indoors, uh, maybe that's you know that that really helped, and if this is outside, who knows if that happens? But whatever, he has been that that has been such a, a clutch pickup for us. So, um, yeah, that's that's a good pick. I'm for for mine. I, yeah, I'm just gonna go with Miles Garrett, who I actually think, despite how good he is, I feel like we don't usually say he's player of the game because you know he'll just get a sack, sack or two in a game, but it hasn't it doesn't really affect the game. Whereas this time he had. He had two sacks, and they were both they were both strip sacks. I think, right? They were both fumbles, weren't they? Yeah. So yeah. He complete, and one ended up being for a, a, a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, and he blocked a field goal. He jumped over the freaking O line and blocked a freaking field goal. So and he won by one point. So who's to say that that's not the game winning field goal or something? You know. So right, right. Yeah. Game. He he was that that. Might have been he was quieter, I guess, in the second half. But that that might have been his his best game in terms of like impact and affecting the game and things leading to points. Uh, if you can get a strip sack 
twice over just a sack. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, again, that's the, that's the turnover battle that we've been talking about. So yeah, I, I'm gonna give it to 95 because that was, that was a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Only thing I don't like is that he did it twice and then sat up on the press conference and said, if you got the ball, I don't stop going at you when you got the ball. And I said, no, no, you did stop because they blew a fucking offside <laughs> and you stopped yeah. twice and they scored touchdowns. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> so, got to learn from that. That's th- t- Today's game is not the first time that he's done that. He's got to know if you go offside, like, yeah, it sucks, but you got to keep going because then they can take that shot. And if you give them more, you know, you got to yeah. play to the whistle. So that, yeah, yeah if we want to. If you want to critique my game ball, I will say, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep going. If you're gonna jump, you gotta you gotta keep going. So I almost tweeted it, but I didn't want to take it that far. But I it would people wouldn't have got it. But when he did that, the first thing I thought about was the Dave Chappelle joke about Bill Cosby when he be like, he saves and he rapes. <laughs> and I wanted to say, <laughs> damn it, Miles Garrett, that was on some saves and rapes shit. But I I just I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the perfect uh, perfect comparison. <laughs> this should be good. Is Stefanski still coaching or still calling the plays as of week six? And he did. And today, I don't think he called any terrible plays. I don't like all those passes at the end, at the goal line, but then I get why because you you don't want to get him the ball back with no with no time left on the clock, so you want to or whatever. No, that's not. We the didn't want to use a. We we probably he probably didn't want to use up too much time and getting caught. You know, there you go. Getting, yeah, getting yeah. tackled. But so you yeah, had to I, those two. But man, oh man. Well, I guess it wasn't his fault that the ball got pitch short or yeah you still I mean from from what I saw yeah you do have to execute I would have preferred I mean I know we were I think we're out of timeout so like doing four QB sneaks probably wasn't in the cards but I I don't know I mean I I can I don't know I think I would have preferred us try to run the ball more we didn't have any timeouts so we couldn't stop the clock and you can't just run and then just get tackled, and then just the clock is going and going and going. That's what it was. So, yeah, yeah. actually, so he really – he called a good game. I would have to say he called a – it wasn't really – I can't think – that. I don't think I even wrote down nothing that was really questionable that I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, even the little end-around work, the flea flicker worked. Um yeah, the only the only thing, and I guess it's maybe not. Well, maybe you could say it's on him. It could be a PJ Walker thing. But there was times where they were, they were obviously blitzing, and they were getting some decent pressure on us when they when they were starting to blitz. Um, and I just thought maybe like he's you either run a play that's going to be quick. Maybe you do a screen pass or just a quick of a quick bubble screen or something like that. But it would have been nice to see him at least tell PJ to anticipate that because PJ. Did not. There was a few occasions where he was a little bit caught with his pants down. So, uh, but again, yeah. I don't really know if that's Stefanski's fault. But you know, it, it but, is yeah. what it is. Overall, he did good. He, he yeah. no can't really can't really kill him this week. So, mm-hmm. good job, old former coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, hopes and previews for weeks seven. Uh, it should be week eight. It'll be week eight. eight. Week eight, eight. yeah, because we're four and two so with a bye week. week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Week eight, who we playing? We play Staten? at we play at Seattle. Seattle is a mess. What's their record? Seattle's four and two. They're pretty good. Oh shit, they're not a mess. <laughs> Yeah, they're not a mess. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a mess. Okay, so who their quarterback? Uh, Geno Smith is their quarterback. I think he won. Uh, I think he won the uh, uh, comeback player of the year award yeah, last he year. Had a good year. Last year, I remember he had some good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's been he's been playing pretty well. And then they got uh, they got DK Metcalf, and then Kenneth Walker the third is their running back. So. They they can they can play. We I think they're beatable. This is no Legion of Boom mm-hmm. in my eyes, but um, you know, they they have their notable wins this year. They did beat well, I guess it, just the Lions. They beat the Lions and they beat the Panthers, they beat the Giants, and they beat the Cardinals. So there's oh, no I mean the Lions is the Lions are probably their signature win of the season so far, but they lost to the Bengals too. So they lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Rams. Um, but so they lost yeah. the team that was supposed to beat them. In other words, they yeah yeah. I mean they lost yeah. I think yeah. I would say the Bengals they probably should have beat, and then I guess they probably should have beat the Rams too. But but whatever. They're four and two. And um, yeah, four wins is four wins. So let me see because they, they probably try to pick our wins apart too. Like, hey, who did they mm-hmm. beat? Mm-hmm. They beat Tennessee. Yeah. They beat <laughs> all right. So let me see. We beat San Francisco though. We did anyway. Um, let me see what I want to see. How many hopes I want to get is because I don't want to get <laughs> overconfident like I did against the Colts and then have another roller coaster. <laughs> but I still think based on the quality of wins. And they weapons. If Denzel Ward can come back, because they, they say he missed the rest of the game with some head shit. If he can come back, I know Dale Pitt probably want to have a better game. I know Miles want to keep it going. Emerson probably need you probably think I need an interception. This would be a good week for me to get an interception. I think we're gonna show up again. So I'm still gonna have a I'm still gonna have a high hopes. I'm just gonna have a four even, not no mm-hmm. four points, nothing. Just four out of five hopes that we can beat these guys. Four out of five hopes, pretty good. Um, I'm gonna say three, but I feel like in general, I think I'm just more. I think you're more optimistic than I am. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'll say three only because the quarterback situation. I don't know if Deshaun's gonna play. It's a honestly, it's a little bit of a mess right now. Sean, Deshaun did not play great today. Um, for the five five passes he had, they were not very good. And I, I honestly really think he's hurt, like really hurt. And we're gonna talk right. about that some more in the blotter. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll say three, three hopes. For so that's now. three and four, and so that's like an average of like three and a half hopes. So we're still optimistic. Um, it just might be closer than we wanted to be, sort of like today, 
But mm-hmm. again, I don't care how many points they score, as long as we score more. So I'm yep. still gonna go. Yeah, we we got this QBP. Let's just we gonna tone it down. We ain't gonna be too cocky, but we got this. We should have this one. All right, Browns blotter and things. Yeah, I want to talk about the quarterback situation. I saw a tweet that said it was a check tweet too. So it was a guy who <laughs> who should like, at least pretend that he know what he's talking about. But he was like, um, so how long, how much longer before we start talking about Deshaun Watson's future? And I was I wanted to tweet at him <laughs> and be like, We can talk about it now. But it's like <laughs> yeah, I tweeted. I did tweet. PJ Walker can win this game after he, like, right before he got in. After I saw he hit his head, I knew he was gonna be hurt. So I knew he wasn't gonna play the rest. I just knew. I just knew. And it didn't look like he was too hurt. It just looked like he was done for the day. Like you know what? Now I ain't ready. Maybe he was hurt a little bit, and it was just like, ah, uh, let's give it another week. Cause I ain't ready. Cause those five passes, like you say, was only five, but it was a, a big tail with those five passes. It didn't look like it was gonna be a good game. And he tried to clean it up at the podium, talking about some only threw five passes. If you want to say that that's a slow start, then you can go ahead and say that. But I need sixty minutes. Like no, sixty minutes is the whole thing. Slow start means the beginning, and that was a very slow start. But he not the best. Podium talker either, but I'm gonna let him fly for that. A lot of athletes, that's not their bag. LeBron took years to become a decent podium guy, so yeah. But you wouldn't you think if you're Deshaun Watson, a quarterback that has a controversial past, that maybe you should invest with all that money of yours, you should invest in some PR help, somebody to help you navigate those questions. (laughs) Um, I won't be too hard on on him for that, but I do think that I do think Stefanski does need to call plays better to get him in a rhythm. Like it, like you, if you watch, uh, well, a lot of teams. I mean, Chiefs and Ravens, I think, do this a lot, where their first play of the game is just a quick pass, just in the alley, it might, it, just, just something quick. It might only get a yard or two, but you know, it just kind of gets the blood flowing, and you know, maybe, maybe it will be a first down. So I think we need to do more of that. There's too much. First play of the games, like they really or first pass, anyways, they they gotta have positive yardage, and I think you need to have like a really simple, like you shouldn't be. I don't think you should be dropping back to pass. I think it needs to be one step drop, get it out, or two step drop. You know, you gotta get Especially it out. Especially when you have like a Najoku who, yeah, with the de- with today's rules, he can catch so many passes over the middle. Oh my mm-hmm. God, just throw it to him. Like yep. you say, four or five yards, boom, he can run for four or five more, maybe 15 yep. more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, though, and just do like, uh, like we don't, I feel like we don't do enough screens. I don't, I think it's just not in Stefanski's wheelhouse to, to do screens, but it would, it would be nice if we did some screens every once in a while. And um, other than that, I think PJ could be a serviceable replacement like Jacoby was. He just, I don't know, like, um, he just got to cut down on the the mental mistakes. Like, I think he's trying to make the bigger plays. I think he's trying to, if I make this super big play, I can make three more million. <laughs> like, so I think, hmm. I think he's trying to get some more money. It's like, man, just win the game first, man. You're going to get the money. Relax. 
Just don't don't make these dumb but, plays you're trying but to make. Do, do you trust him enough to to be our? Let's say let's just hypothetically let's just say Watson's out for the next five games. Just hypothetically, like do you trust PJ Walker enough to get you through those games? With our talent, I think we could have at the very least a Trent Dilfer situation with on mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. defense carries. For the most yeah. part, and then, like you say, we incorporate a few, a few more slants and quick passes. We should be all right. With don't matter if it's him, DTR. Like we have these these guys can catch. Kareem Hunt can catch. Fucking four can catch and run. So yeah. we got two tight ends that's more than capable of catching and running. And then our receiver, like we can do it with PJ Walker. I think we can win three out of five games if we had two mm-hmm. with PJ Walker and stay competitive. I I if I'm the Browns, I would be interested in seeing what is out there. If it's not too steep of a cost, I think I would just take a look and just see what you know just do <laughs> some window shopping. Back? Just see <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> Yeah. I just I think that if if we could get someone for the right price, I th- I think I would I would probably do it. I don't know. Sometimes PJ scares me with his decision making, and I don't know. I I if I'm the Browns, I would at least call. I'd call around just to see what's out there, just to say I did my due diligence. But I will I'm say a- on that one. On our last drive, I think it was yeah, it was our definitely our last drive, and it was a a third and eight, and he threw a thirty yarder or more. Man, mm-hmm. that shit was cold. I said yeah. that right there. I get we can go with him for the rest of the season off of that pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you know that's someone who we didn't talk about. This might have been Elijah Moore's best game. I yeah, feel like yeah, he had, he had some clutch. Done. He had some clutch catches. Four uh, yeah, four did. catches, fifty nine yards. So he yep. he played pretty well. Poor Amari Cooper uh, didn't get anything, but um, you know he ended up with no catches. No, nah, I mean he didn't get anything substantial, but he had two catches for. I was about to say, I know he had like two, didn't he? Yeah, he had two two catches, two catches. Yeah, sometimes you're the hero. Sometimes you just a, a guy, a guy out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, but again. We won the game. With an ugly, emotional, scary, don't want to do that two weeks in a row win, but a win. Actually, if the next game is just like that and we win, I mean, I wouldn't be that mad because we won, but I'd be like, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) All right, final thoughts for week seven against the motherfucking Indianapolis Colts. Um, it was tougher than I wanted, but it it was one of the funnest game. Albeit, like I say, I was mad, I was sad, I was glad, I was happy. But it was one of the funnest games I watched, and the referees finally, for a change, did some right on our side. Where I don't normally blame the refs as a win or a loss, but I will say, I will say. They definitely helped tonight. Thank you, refs. Thank you, fucking Dustin Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I would I would echo the same sentiments. Um, refs helped us out big time. 
And uh, yeah, D Hop kicker coming through like that. Four for four with all all tough kicks for him to make. Made all his extra points too, which obviously was a factor for today. Um, but I I would hope that the defense can make some more adjustments. Um, I don't want to say like we got completely exposed or anything like that today, but you know, so those little things add up to big things. And there was a lot of big plays that happened today that we haven't really seen so far. So hoping next week we can get back to business and I'd like to see our offense put some points on the board. I mean, we have those, the, we have that one long run by Jerome Ford, but he was pretty much shut down after that. I think the stats was like, he had like 11 carries for 76 yards. And yeah. one of his, one of his carries was like the 69 yard run. So, yeah. so he had 10 carries for five yards after that big run. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's not going to get it done. So I'm, I'm hoping our offense can, can do more. Um, but a win is a win. It was ugly as fuck, but I'll take it. And uh, we're four and two. So that's pretty sweet. Hell yeah. Four and two on track to our, we definitely should get our 10 and six that, I mean, our, uh, what did I say? 11 and six. Well, we might get fucking, we might go 12 and fucking five anyway hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. we'll see we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> one week at a time like the coach said one at a time. <laughs> but until next week that was fucking awesome we won another one i have been using my lead that was jake solomon we will see y'all next week and until then fucking go browns yeah go browns cleveland this is for you Yeah.